Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. And good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Evangelist Sharon Johnson, and I will be a speaker this morning. I will be presenting to you what thus saith the Lord. Before I begin uh, with what God has given me, I want to start with a reading, and it's entitled, The Homeless Man. And it reads as thus. It was a cold winter's day that Sunday. The parking lot to the church was filling up quickly. I noticed as I got out of my car, fellow church members were whispering among themselves as they walked in the church. As I got closer, I saw a man lean up against the wall outside the church. He was almost laying down as if he was asleep. He had on a long trench coat that was almost in shreds and a hat topped his head, pulled down so you could not see his face. I need you to just go with me uh, spiritually and just, just imagine it. He wore shoes that looked 30 years old too small for his feet, with holes all over them. His toes stuck out. I assumed this man was homeless and asleep, so I walked on by into the church doors. We all fellowshiped for a few minutes, and someone brought up the man laying outside. People snickered and gossiped, but no one bothered to ask him to come in, including me. A few moments later, church began. We all waited for the preacher to take his place and to give the word when the doors of the church flew open. People gasped and whispered and made faces. Hallelujah. He made his way down the aisle and up to the pulpit where he took off his hat and coat. My heart began to sink. There stood our preacher. He was that homeless man. No one said a word. The preacher took his Bible and laid it on the stand and said, Well, I guess you don't know. You don't have to guess what I'm preaching about today. Hallelujah. Folks, at first, I automatically thought of Hebrews 13.2, and it came to my mind, Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you for today. I thank you for your word that you've laid in my heart and you placed in my heart. Lord, now I pray that you will help me to give to your people the word with the excitement 
that you placed in my spirit. As I decrease, Lord, I ask that you will increase. Speak through me, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, you promised that your word shall not return void, but it will accomplish that which it is sent out to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I want to, first of all, before I even get started, give uh, honor where honor is due. First of all, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the head of my life. But then I want to give honor to the pastors of Excel Church, Pastor Alicia Lytle and Pastor Charles Lytle. I thank them for entrusting me to give a word to you this morning and for God, most importantly, for entrusting me to feed his sheep. Now, our focus scripture this morning is coming from the book of Ephesians. Uh, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 17 and 18. And I will be reading from the King James Version. And it reads, That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance is for the saints. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, Father, I ask that you would reveal your glory today. Now, as I was preparing the message uh, that God has given me, I was looking through my, uh, I have a binder with some of my old sermons and some of my teachings. And I just knew that this particular teaching was in that binder and I looked and I looked and I looked and I could not find it but what fell out of the binder and I don't even remember putting it in there was that story of the homeless man and at first I I said well that's intriguing that's a nice story and um, it's true but it has no relevance to my story, what God gave me to give you today. And so I put the binder away, but I left out the story of the homeless man sitting by my recliner where I relaxed. And every time I would come to sit down to relax, those words, there it was. It was sitting on the floor and it was speaking to me as if it was saying, you missed something. Look, dig a little bit deeper. Look a little bit closer. And so I picked it up and I began, I prayed over it. And I asked God to give me the relevance what this story of the homeless man had to do with the word. And he didn't give it to me immediately, but as I began to step out on faith and write the vision, God began to illuminate and give me exactly how that story of the homeless man 
relates to what he has for me today. And the story is, my title is, Let's Hire. Hallelujah. Let's go higher. And my self-topic is, The Four Avenues to Getting to Know God. So, you know that in a relationship, in order to take it to the next level, you have to get to know that individual. You have to get to know that person. You have intimate talks and you get to know what they like and what they don't like. And you begin to uh, ask questions about the history and, and different things and, and begin to try to uh, establish a relationship. So it is with our Heavenly Father. We cannot, it's hard to call him Father and you don't know anything about him. The only thing you know is what your pastor tells you on Sunday morning. But we have to spend time with God in the Word, praying and seeking his face and his will for our lives. Now, I know that some of you might be saying, I already know God. And that may be true, but if you go back to the story I read of the homeless man, first relevance, is that the setting was in the church. It was not in the world. It was people who gather together every Sunday to hear the word of God. Um, so, therefore, I'm challenging you to go with me this morning and just walk by faith and not by sight. Allow God to illuminate some things to you. So let's go higher by exploring the four avenues of God. So, the four avenues are Faith, observation, experience, and revelation. Now, there is no order in which God may expose you to these four avenues except for faith. Because we know Hebrews 11.6 tells us that without faith, it's impossible to please God. And they that come to him must first believe that he is. So you got to have a little bit of faith. I don't care, you know, just a little mustard seed of faith. Therefore, the things that we observe or experience or God reveals to us as we go along our Christian way, it increases our faith. Which brings me to the first avenue, faith. Romans 1.17 says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith to faith. Uh, therefore, the just shall live by faith. You know, it's just like a, a baby when he learns to walk, you know, and uh, when he, he's holding on his, on his furniture, you know, and then he may take a little step, you know, and then 
Next thing you know, he's walking and, and mom and dad is looking at him and going, oh, look at my baby. Well, that's God. That's God with us because we are his babies. But we have to cultivate that faith the same way, you know, our people like to exercise and they go to the gym and, and they lift, do lift and running and train, you know, they have a trainer or whatever. But the same way you uh, try to beautify this body, that's the way we have to cultivate our faith. And how do we cultivate our faith? We cultivate our faith by prayer. By seeking God, intimate fellowship with Him. Hallelujah. You know, believe. We have to believe by faith. I'll never forget when I, or a long time ago, when I was first started Bible college, and uh, I remember telling my instructor, I just, I loved God, and I, and I believed God, but I didn't understand the Bible. And I was trying to, I was a new babe, and I was trying to read the Bible. And it would seem to me as though Scripture was contradicting itself. Because in one place it would say one thing, and another place it would say something else. And I remember telling my instructor that. And he said to me, Evangelist, the Bible has the same thing all the way through from Genesis to Revelation. That thing is faith. You have to believe God by faith and you will understand it better by and by. Don't just have faith. And I, I took that and I ran with it and as I began to read the scriptures, God began to explain and illuminate them to me. So I didn't really even have to wait to go hear the word because I heard from God. I tuned in and I trained myself to hear from God. Uh, we have to read the Bible. That's the only way. You know, sometimes if you don't understand, lay hands on your Bible. And pray and ask God to give you the understanding the same way he gave it to the prophets of old. Stay connected to the true vine. I know Pastor Alicia just uh, finished a series on growth. Stay connected to the true vine. We have to stay connected. And how are we going to stay connected? All the things I just mentioned. Uh, pray, believe, read. Hallelujah. Faith without works, though, is dead. Faith is an action word. You have to do something. to. So when I read my Bible, I say, I have faith in you, God. Lord, I have faith in you. But if I have faith in you, then I'm going to read to understand. You know, uh, the next thing is observation, because I don't want to get ahead of myself. But the, the prime example is our story that I started off with. Because when we walk into the church and we're walking by sight and we're looking all around and we're judging things instead of going in to try to receive a word from God and letting our faith lead us, then we draw natural assumptions. Amen? Amen. Observation. 
1 Timothy 3.16 tells us that. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. For God was manifested in the flesh. He was justified in the spirit. Hallelujah. He was seen of angels. He preached unto the Gentiles. Hallelujah. He was believed on by the world. And then he was received in glory. Let's go higher. Hallelujah. Uh, glory be to God. And because of what God has done on Calvary, he allowed a door open. So that the Gentiles, you and I, can have a right to the tree of life. Colossians 3, 2, 2 says, set your affections on things above. Look up for your redemption draws nigh. We got to look up. We got to look up. John 5.39 says, search the scriptures. For in them, they testify of me. And we say we love God. There are a lot of people that say that they believe in God, but then they deny Jesus. Who is God? So we have to search the scriptures. 2 Timothy 3, 5 says, in the last days, you know, he's talking about the last days. People will be walking around with the form of godliness, denying the power thereof. So just because they see you and try to associate you with who you were before Christ, and Christ is in you and speaking to them in the deliverance that they are asking God for. You have in your mouth. You have in your hands. You're walking in their deliverance. But when people look at you and try to judge you from your past, a form of godliness, but deny God can use anybody. God can use that homeless man. God can use a drug addict. God can use an alcoholic. God can use that prostitute. God can use you. Experience. Relationship huh? versus religion. Relationship so that I can experience the fullness the only way that we and I are going to experience the fullness of Christ is that we develop a relationship with him and not a form of religion, rules, and regulations. But God, I want to know you. I want to study your word. I want to be so in grafting with you that when I walk in, I look in the mirror and men see me, they might see Jesus. Hallelujah. So, I remember the first avenue, when I first experienced the four avenues to getting to know God, it was due to experience, something that I had, a deliverance. 
deliverance from drugs and alcohol, deliverance from seizures. I used to have seizures. Deliverance, I was strangled and left for dead. I had to learn to walk and talk and, and be in my right mind again. The way God delivered me and put me back in my right mind was by his word, by his spirit, deliverance. So that's how I experienced his awesome power. 2 Timothy 2.12 tells us that if we suffer with him, we're also going to reign with him. Isaiah 59.19 says, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, that God will lift up a standard against him. Hallelujah. Trials come to make us strong. Everything that I went through made me the woman of God whom I am today. God knew what it was going to take so that I would know without a shadow of a doubt no devil could ever come to me and try to tempt me with drugs or alcohol or anything of the world because I know that my Savior, my Savior raised me up just as God raised up Jesus. He will raise us up by that same power. Hallelujah. Revelation. While I was in the spirit, he showed me another revelation of the homeless man. Let's go to Isaiah 53, uh, verses 1 and 5. And I'm going to read that to you because it's another. He says, who have believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He have no form. Remember that homeless man? No comeliness. And when we shall see him, there shall be no beauty in him. Hallelujah. That we should desire him. Just like that homeless man. Our Savior. He is despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not, just like that homeless man. Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did not, we esteemed him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted, just like that homeless man. But he, but God, was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. We are here today, saints of the Most High God, because of what that man whom we stricken who we just said was nothing. That man who we looked upon and turned our head, turned our nose up, 
It was our Savior. Be careful when entertaining strangers. Matthew eleven twenty five says, But thou hast hid these things from the wise and the prudent, but revealed them unto babes. Who are the babes? Those that will humble themselves under the mighty hand of God. Those that will not think they know everything because you have an MBA, because you have a master's. But humble yourself. Lord, I want to seek your faith. I want to know when you gave your word to your prophets of old, let me see. Let me walk through the scriptures as Adam walked with you in the cool of the evening. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 and 10. I have not seen nor ear heard, but God has revealed unto us by the Spirit. Spiritual things are spiritually discerned. Learn not to look at situations with the natural eye because we are spiritual beings and God is revealing, God is talking even today by the things that's going on to, in the world today. God is speaking, but are we hearing? Conclusion, today with the calamities of the world, it is my prayer that we do not lose sight of the power of God by exercising our faith, committing to observe, to obey His commandments so that we may experience the fullness of God and God may reveal His purpose and calling on our life. Uh, 2 Peter 3.18 says, Grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm done, Father, in the name of Jesus. I also am lifting up the loss to you today. Those to whom the God of this world has blinded the eyes and blinded the minds who will not receive you. Lord, you said that if my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, and then turn from their wicked ways, that I will hear from heaven and heal their land. Father, we need a bomb in Gilead. God, we need healing. Send your healing power today. Send your anointing, Lord. Someone is standing in a need of prayer right now. They don't know which way to turn. But God, we know that if they look to you, if they come to you, humbling themselves, repenting, saying, Lord, I can't do it, but God, I know you can do it. Lord, help me. Help me. Surrender is all you're asking for. Come on, saints. Let's go higher. Uh, endeavor to learn God and His purpose for your life, experiencing the four avenues of getting to know Him on a deeper level. Faith, revelation, experience, and knowledge. In Jesus' name, amen.